This episode is about the astrological energies from the full moon on February 16th, 2022 to the new moon on March 2nd, 2022. Let's jump in. Great, so here we are with both of the charts, the full moon on Wednesday 16th, Wednesday, February 16th, and this one here on the right is the new moon for Wednesday, March 2nd. Again, if you've seen any episodes before, this is uh, the location isn't specific. It just shows the orientation of the placement on the on the on the shows the shows this. It doesn't show shows the uh, the houses don't matter. Basically, is what I'm trying to say for this. So, what's actually happening? So, the full moon and the the moon and the sun are in the twenty the 28th degree of Aquarius and Leo, respectively, 28th degree for of Aquarius for the sun and Leo for the moon. And what the sun is helping us see is it, it's helping us to lean into intelligent foresight um, based on efficient use of natural resources. Um, that, and the moon is illuminating how we've been doing that and how um, kind of the, the, the climax of the rising action that happened basically back on the 16th. And so now, um, you know, moving from the not trying to be overwhelmed by potentialities, as we talked about in the last segment leading up to the full moon, um, now we are doing more to see the bigger picture and, um, with coming to the new moon conjunction in Pisces, the bigger question will be about how we how we use our willpower. And if we're leaning and trying to lean on our personal will, um, or if we're trying to use the willpower of a greater consciousness. So some of the main transitions that are happening during, uh, during this sequence between the full moon on the 16th until the new moon coming up on March 2nd, um, it's a lot about, um, let me just say that this, in the big picture, this is kind of the last lunar cycle in the old habituated ways of being. Um, we've all been noticing that changes are happening. We've all noticed that like society is fundamentally being restructured. Uh, and so how long is this happening and what's happening next and yada, yada, yada. And so I would probably, so I would say that this is, again, this is the last lunar cycle in the old or habituated ways of being. Um, a lot of that is because Venus and Mars are conjunct Pluto in the coming new moon in the 20th degree of Capricorn, which is exactly conjunct um, America's, the USA's natal Pluto. Um, and they're, I mean, not, they're exactly conjunct, but a little bit behind. And so... Um, they'll transit Pluto during the phase after the next new moon. And so like, we're really still in this deconstruction phase where that's really getting revealed to us. Um, and so that brings me to my title of the article here, title of my title of this transition period. Um, and that is paths to inner security reveal levels of individual mastery. Yeah, so paths to inner security reveal levels of individual mastery, which really kind of opens us up to a bigger picture of personal mastery itself. Um, so let's talk about some more about of the transits and transitions that are happening during this 
during this two week period. Um, hmm. So some intense, I don't know about anybody else out there, but this for me has just been some intense, has been an intense time period. Um, a lot of, a lot of energy. Um, it's powerful. How else do I say that? Compulsive creative expression. Um, the, uh, the elder that governs the second half of Leo is about how expression is wisely contributed. Um, and the full moon is about how that, or the sun in that spot in Aquarius is a lot about how that energy is managed. So how are we managing our expressive energies, our expressive potential? That's gonna be, that's gonna be kind of revealed to us in these next, you know, the rest of the time period until the new moon as we're seeing it and we're getting real tangible experiences with, oh, I could, I'm managing my energy really well, or, oh man, I need to do that better next time because <laughs> oh, it's life, life is, life is learning. So um, let's see here. <clears throat> Venus conjunct Mars, balsamic to Pluto, as Venus and Mars are coming right up onto this conjunction with Pluto, there's a rising awareness of conflict between individual success and cultural success. It's redefining the American identity, both internally and externally. Great pressure around questions like, like the, the personal pressure that I'm feeling might be, might be felt um, in the collective in the form of the questions, what are we leaving for our future, for our kids? What are we leaving for our progeny? Um, it's kind of interesting that uh, both of the bowls, so if we look at this full moon from February 16th as a bowl, just without the moon, um, well, either way, the, whether it's with the moon or not, uh, the edges of the bowl, if we look over here at the new moon, um, we've got Uranus in the front edge of, well, in the 11th house of, well, <laughs> we've got, because they're all going around counterclockwise. The planets go around counterclockwise, but they go clockwise around, you know, on the day force. So let's just say that the front edge of the bowl, because that's the direction that the planets are actually moving counterclockwise, the front edge of the bowl is in Taurus, an earth sign, and the back edge of the bowl with Venus, Mars, and Pluto is in Capricorn, another Earth sign that uh, can help us feel grounded or it can just really shake us to the core. So both bowls are sandwiched between Earth signs, emphasizing a sense of social restructuring, or another word for a keyword for that might be cataclysms. Um, <laughs> so we're all going through stuff right now, um, which is a good reminder for me. Saturn is inside Venus and Mercury. What does that mean? So if uh, we're looking at the transits here, yeah, and then at the, at the new moon on Wednesday, March 2nd, um, Mercury just transits Saturn. So that's going to be a really keen awareness on how we're moving forward out of the old structure. Probably won't be conscious right away um, for a lot of, for the vast majority of humanity. Um, but this is going to be kind of the beginning of a, a new, a new awareness, a new uh, awareness of how things are structured and 
um, organized and um, contained really. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that shows itself. Maybe there'll be new regulations of some kind. Um, because I'm into crypto more than I probably should be. Uh, and but yeah, new regulations might be a, like might be a key potentiality for that after the new moon, kind of into March, be kind of interesting, especially as we go towards um, the especially as we go towards the Jupiter Neptune conjunction in Pisces, which you can kind of see it's getting closer to it. Um, that's if you're looking at the chart with me here. I'll just to, to be clear, the Neptune's in the 22nd degree of Pisces and Jupiter's in the 11th degree of Pisces. So Jupiter's coming up on Neptune and Neptune will have made it to the 24th degree of Pisces by the time that Jupiter gets there. So um, that 24th degree of Pisces is gonna be pretty significant for the next many, many years in terms of how society is reorganizing itself. Um, and there's some other really good videos uh, by other astrologers that I respect a lot that talk about this too. So I won't go too much into depth about that. Um, but just to give you, just to name drop a couple, um, Pam Gregory is really good. And also, um, what's her name? Hmm. Um, she's on YouTube and she's got many tens of thousands of followers and her stuff's good. If I can remember to put it in the, in the notes, I will. Um, so let's take a look real quick at the, um, as I'm, yeah, I wrote this in my notes. I think this is kind of interesting. The point opposite the centaurs, uh, the point opposite the dwarf planets helps to ground the energy of that dwarf planet or centaur. So, um, on February 19th or 20th, in the last couple of days, when um, the moon opposed Chiron, it really calls us to question, are we 100% or 99% committed to whatever it is that we're doing? Because 100% is a whole lot easier than 99%. 99% is, you're sure, you're sure, you're sure, but am I? And 100% uh, is there's no room for excuses because you're completely all in. So there's no other choice, but the choice that you've already made. Um, and so here I am doing this. <laughs> uh, and I wrote something about breathing techniques. Um, but, but before that, I, in the context of the transit from the moon and the bigger picture of Jupiter and Neptune, um, there's a spiritual or multidimensional sense of trust that we might really wanna tap into. Assuming we're able to see beyond situational chaos um, that's the situational chaos between the direction we're all going and the direction people want to go, individuals want to go. So we kind of have to see through what we are being told to see. But that's kind of, I mean, that's trust, right? Trust in... Um, Trust in your energy centers, in your core, in what you know to be true about life itself um, and what life is becoming into the next iteration of 
um, kind of everything. So, and I say everything from like a structural societal standpoint, um, more than I mean everything like the universe is alive, so everything's good. Like I'm a little bit practical. <laughs> so um, what's quickening? We've been talking about this idea of nourishment. Let's talk about the new moon bull pattern. Um, the energy that anchors the new moon chart coming up on Wednesday, March 2nd um, is the 20th degree of Pisces. So between the 12th degree of Taurus and the 28th degree of Capricorn, where we have Uranus and the Pluto conjunction, respectively, um, the middle of those two planets is the 20th degree of Pisces, which is right between Jupiter and Neptune, um, emphasizing that collapsing space between them. Um, and so the theme of that 20th degree, that midpoint that really helps to anchor the whole chart um, is the idea of nourishment. So as we're seeing forward into the future and what we want to be creating for ourselves and creating for society and um, ourselves and each other, um, we might really focus on the idea of nourishment and what we find most nourishing. So it says nourishment in the harvest of the soul's archetypal purpose. Um, so what notice what nourishes you, clarify and recommit to that which is nourishing and experience what's behind what's beyond concrete existence. Um, it's a really great opportunity to focus on um, discovering and rediscovering what's nourishing and uh, grounding techniques. So breathing, yoga, kundalini. Um, I do kundalini regularly and I do yoga basically every day lately. There was a period for like four years where I was doing kundalini basically every day. Um, and if you guys wanna see videos on kundalini uh, where I kind of show you how the breath works and show you how the body moves, um, I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, drop me a line in the, in the comments. I'd love to hear that that's something you're interested in. Um, so with Uranus being at the front of the bowl, um, a important question to ask is what's quickening? Um, and I mean, obviously cultural transformations are, are quickening. Um, and what's a key to anchoring the insights, um, of this transformation of these things that are happening across cultural, across culture. Um, I really like looking at the Sabian symbols. Um, there's a, uh, the Sabian symbols, basically the rough idea, uh, is that when, you know, think about VR for a second, you look at, a, you look at any kind of form of augmented reality. Traditionally, it's been like a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right and the screen that's in front of you. Um, and when we got IMAX movies, we could see a much farther span from left to right. And it was much more um, consuming of your whole attention. And when you go all the way around, um, that's measured in 360 degrees. And so if you um, take that moment of awareness of 360 degrees and you make it multidimensional and you um, 
including the dimension of time, um, then you have a tunnel, then you basically kind of have a tunnel um, through time at the, which, which represents the edges of the capacity to perceive. Um, and so 360 degrees can kind of symbolize all of existence for a singular, for a single consciousness, um, whether that consciousness is an individual or a group and it's all symbolism. So like um, you have to match it to the context that you're talking about. So when we're thinking about um, when we're thinking about the context, all of the planets operate through 360 degrees, all of consciousness operates through 360 degrees, if we're thinking about wholeness. And so it's kind of a neat, interesting exercise to look at planets in phase to each other with regards to the Sabian. Um, and so you can see how a faster moving planet um, behaves, is behaving, because this is all real time, right? It, um, it can help you, it can help me see how a planet is behaving in context to a slower moving planet, um, which is also in its own degree. And so like, it's kind of, there's a lot of synthesis involved, um, but with, uh, if you follow me through this exercise, I'll kind of show you what I mean. If we put Pluto at zero, it's at, it's at, it's at the 28th degree of Capricorn. But if we take this for a moment and we put that as the, as the starting point, um, Uranus, the other edge of the bowl, is 103.8 degrees ahead. So that refers to Cancer, 14 degrees. And if we look at Cancer, 14 degrees, it's all about, um, and the quickening aspect, well, Cancer 14 degrees is all about um, a technical or masterful method for revealing what has been hidden. Um, and within that, finding fulfillment in transcendent and changeless wisdom. And I don't know, I can kind of see that in, um, you know, if we look at America's finer ideals, maybe we can find some fulfillment in these greater transitions, um, this greater growth of consciousness that's happening in America and around the world, everywhere that America touches. I keep saying America, but I mean the United States because there's a lot of America that's not the United States. So let's just call it that what it is. Um, so finding fulfillment in transcendent and changeless wisdom, what is true north for you? What is true north for any of us? Um, the wise old man faces the changeless reality, the true north, which for us is located in a northeast direction. He faces the great void, that apparent darkness, which is an intense light invisible to our senses. As this is the fourth stage symbol in the fivefold sequence, there is, an there is, as usual, a hint of technique Implied is that by consistently and for a long time meditating on the changeless and spiritual reality at the very core of all experiences, one can attain the supreme and age-old wisdom. We see in the symbol a way beyond appearances and toward a permanence in truth. So this really speaks to those who have access to Uranus 
and those who have access to Pluto in their charts, which is not most people, right? This is not most people. This is this is kind of an idea that's targeted at like um, the more sensitive awarenesses that most people have. The more the more sensitive awarenesses, the more flashing insights that most people barely have access to, and that um, very few people have. Oh yeah, I totally get that kind of access to. So, but. I'll say it anyway. So within the context of this greater transformation that's happening, AKA Pluto, um, we're moving towards something that's more of like a permanence and truth. Like there might be like some quickening insights that we have about how to stay grounded and how to recognize what's really true for you, wherever you are, however you are in whatever form of reality or condition you're in. So there's so much coming with this new moon. Um, the, the new moon conjunction in Pisces, 13, 13 degrees, I already mentioned uh, this idea of willpower. Is it gonna be our personal will or a spiritual will? Um, and you'll know if it's your personal will, if you, if you like chose wrong, <laughs> you'll know if like, you'll know what's developing based on how much energy you have, right? If you, if you're like, yeah, personal willpower, I got this, I'm gonna, take the bull by the horns or whatever. Um, there might be a harsh reality when you realize that there's a will that's bigger than yours. Or if you're already really deeply anchored into that um, and you're really vibing with spiritual will and someone else convinces you that you're wrong to think that way um, and that it's they have a greater sense of authority um you might give up on the higher truth that you know and believe in a strong the truth of a strong personality and that might not go well you know depending on um how it all goes so depending on what actually unfolds so i'm just highlighting the contrast of personal will and spiritual will um in either situation it's a battle of wills I think is the point to take away from that. So just be leery of um, letting some letting someone else run off with your passion, letting someone else run off with your voice. You know, keep your own, keep your truth. Um, you know, none of this is investment advice. None of this is like personal therapeutic advice. This is all just me talking about what I see in the astrology charts, having some fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, oh, that permanence and truth idea. I want to say one more. I thought this was kind of fun. We're talking about awakeness, not wokeness. We're talking about awakeness beyond wokeness. Um, that idea of like, I mentioned it really fast. I said, uh, the wise old man faces the changeless reality, the true north. This is related to Cancer 14 degrees, which for us is located in a northeast direction. Um, so like true north uh, and a spiritual north, like the true north is like the North Pole, but spiritual north is like what direction is the earth flying through space? because of the sun um, 
what energy is the earth traveling, what direction, excuse me, is the earth traveling through space as a member of the collective of the solar system? It just takes a higher level of orientation towards a greater, um, it's, a, it's a space element, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. That Mercury conjunct Saturn that I was that I mentioned at the beginning, um, once we get to this new moon um, on March 2nd, Mercury will be just over the new moon, or Mercury will be just over Saturn um, in the 20th degree of Aquarius, um, barely just into it. Saturn will still technically be in the 19th degree of Aquarius, um, reestablishing mastery, I suppose. And that emphasizes the rebirth of the individual mind. It emphasizes transformative clarity that unveils evidence of peace or this idea of certification of individual worth and victory for efforts that have sustained over time. Um, it reveals meaning and new personal direction related to Uranus, AKA window shopping, um, the socialization of desires and mental restructuring around outward longing um, are we window shopping or is this true dedication to a transcendent result? Uh, window shopping is an interesting metaphor for like people trying on spirituality. Um, it'll be important to take in the old adage of um, a well-respected well astrologer and author who read 30,000 plus charts during his time and is the mentor of my mentor, um, Jeff Green. And he said, absolutely alert, making no effort. So just be absolutely alert, make no effort, and just be aware of what's around you uh, and what's happening in your reality. Um, one more thing I want to say about this Venus-Mars-Pluto conjunction in the 27th, 28th degree of Capricorn um, in aspect to Jupiter, right? Cause we see, we see that blue line, but what does that line even mean? Um, we're like 50, 57 degrees ahead. It looks like Jupiter is, um, so Jupiter is, um, in the new phase to Pluto, but Venus and Mars are in an, um, they're in a waning phase to Jupiter. So it's, there's like a pull and a tug in both directions. Like how do we move forward with our thoughts? But, but, we're, but in the face of these great cultural transformations that are kind of pulling us in a new direction, um, it can get kind of, kind of confusing. And to disentangle that, we might think about harbingers of valor. Um, that present the need to rehearse or practice so that we don't like, I don't know, if there's a, a need to rehearse or practice, it might, it might help us um, clarify our messaging or clarify our uh, clarification, just as a big theme for that idea, uh, rehearsing and practicing. Um, Harbingers of Valor is a neat idea. I like that. Harbingers of Valor. That sounds like a band name. Um, so I, you guys can tell. I hopefully, hopefully, I'm just having fun with this at this point. Um, 
we might really get a lot of value from playful outlets of relief from tension. And we get that sense from the astrology from um, Venus and Mars transiting over two thirds of the way from the North node, um, which is in the 25th, 26th degree of Taurus, just ahead of Uranus. And that'll be something interesting that'll be happening. That transit will be happening in the next few months. Um, I would probably give that four months ish until North node transits Uranus, um, which will integrate that quickening energy. Um, it's a, the, the North node is a, is a, is a big integration, um, point. Um, As we're birthing a cultural individuality, maybe the singularity, um, that singularity, that individual, that cultural individuality will will be is is asking the question: Who's on? Who's our team? Who is? Who who even like from who's on our team to wait? Who even is our team? Because um, there seems like there's been a lot of things that we've really believed in as a culture in the last couple of years that seem to be shaking loose and um, transitioning away from the patterns that have happening been happening the last while, a couple of years. Um, and some people are really holding on to the old ways of being and some people are really pushing forward with like the new ways of being. So um, revelations of Scorpio 30 degrees, move playful outlets for relief from tension um so like let's you know take this take this time to to play and dance and um if you're if your manager is telling you not to play and dance maybe they're just not very awake <laughs> maybe they think they're woke <laughs> but they might not be very awake um so this has been kind of fun so <sighs> We're moving towards, we talked to, you know, from the full moon um, uh, from a couple of days ago, uh, that journey to embrace the beginner's mind. So stay in that state, stay humble. That's really important and really necessary. Good reminder for me as I'm just like losing my mind about this thing or that thing lately. Um, we get to redefine teamwork in these, in these days. Um, but more broadly, more broadly, and this one's kind of important, and I'm going to leave you with this. Um, more broadly, from late December, a few months ago, to mid-March um, next month, when the sun is between Pluto and Neptune. So uh, I'm going to move the mouse here. So if you guys can see, here's Pluto in the 28th degree of Capricorn, as I've mentioned already, and Neptune is in the 22nd degree of Pisces, which is... 54 degrees ahead. Um, we have Mercury, Saturn, the sun, and Jupiter in the middle. But what I really want to focus on in this moment is that Jupiter, I'm sorry, hold on. What I want to focus on is that the sun is between Pluto and Neptune, which really highlights the new 
which really highlights Neptune's new phase energy to Pluto. And that's really significant at the cultural level um, because like, you know, we've got a new phase Neptune. So there's new energies that new energies that are um, affecting all that are transforming society. Just look around, right? We all see that. Um, there's strong awareness, sun, that's revealing high, or highlighting the 53 degree relationship of Neptune to Pluto. This is cultural reorganization at the highest level. In other words, humanity is becoming something new. Um, the Jupiter transits into Aries towards the, in a few months will be foreshadowing of the Neptune transit into Aries in 2023-24. Um, and this will be a seed planted for those new beginnings at the or, and there, there will be a seed planted for these new beginnings at the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction on April 12th, 2022, um, which is a date I got from Pam Gregory. And I was shocked because um, April 12th for me personally, and for 2022, that'll be the 20, that'll be the 21st anniversary of me going into a coma um, and my brain injury and all that. And so um, just personally, significant for me who knows what that'll be i mean it, it won't not be significant for jupiter for jupiter neptune conjunction for like everyone and for society um but that's an extra layer of it it's an extra layer of uh significance for me um that i wanted to share about and and so if you're still here thank you so much for watching the video i wish you so much love and light kindness and compassion, clarity and compassion, truth, wisdom, valor, as was mentioned in the Sabian symbols and the extrapolations that were mentioned throughout that video. Many blessings. Until the next video, thank you.